Shalom, Shalom, Abrocha. We are together in Hamishi before Pashas Chukas Bolak, Shabbos Kodesh, and we are recording a Mimer, a Dvatir from Reb Mechel Bernbaum, the Mashkiach by Reb Moshe and Mesifta Tverus Yishalayim. Zechat Zadev Kadosh Abrocha. We're learning Lurufu Ashalema. Rafal Chaim Shayoshu, Bambaba Rifkachaya, Oriye Tanan Chagit, Ophi Mechoel Ben Yael, Shlema Ben Esther, Rachma Katan Baslea, Yesu Yehuda Banadas Apparel, Roy Ben Ilana, Tinoik Ben Tova Gittel, so in the art school book, Remechel's Shmuzen, based on the Shmuzen from Remechel Bermel, the title is on Pasha's Chukas. They titled it Doing for Others, which at the beginning of the summer, those who have experience in camps and what. We know how much chesed and ma'asim tayvim are stressed within a camp uh, setting, especially a, a good chinuch camp. And <clears throat> it's very apropos for this time of year when so many people interact. Let's take a look at what the Mashkiach says on Pasha's Chukas. <clears throat> the laws of the red cow, the Paraduma, are among the most mysterious in the entire Torah. It is to this section that Shlema Melch was referring when he said in Kaihelas, in Perak Zayin, Pesach of Gimel, Bechach Mamati, Ech Kama Vihir Chayka Mimani. Shlema Melch said that I am wise, but this. Matter remains distant from me. The whole Paraduma procedure is performed in order to release someone from a state of tumor ritual impurity. Yet everyone who involved in performing this Indian, this ritual, becomes having themselves. So, in essence, those people involved in making tumor become tummy. Now, although <clears throat> the explanation of how this process works is a mystery beyond human understanding, all the words of Torah are intended to impart a lesson to us. Hence, Mashkiach, let us try to see what we can learn from the laws of Paraduma. Dr. Mechel, Dr. Mashkiach, there is a principle in Halacha that every person in Klai Yisrael is responsible for one another, as we know, there's another rule that states that one person can cannot perform a mitzvah, such as Shaifa, Megillah, Brachis, and have another person be Mekayim, his obligation, through listening to him, unless the first person himself is Chayev is obligated to do that mitzvah. So I can't blame Megillah for you if I don't have a Chayev. Right? I can't blow Shaiva for you if I don't have a Chayev, if the person doesn't have a Chayev. 
Now, how does this come out and play Lemaisa? For example, so a minor, a cotton, or any Yehudi, cannot blow the shafer for an adult, for an adult yid. However, because of the first principle, that everyone in Klaisal has mutual responsibility and arvless one another, therefore Allah allows a person to perform a mitzvah on behalf of someone else, even if the first person has already performed the mitzvah. Mashkiach gives an example. An adult, a gadol in Yisrael, who has already heard Shreifah on Rosh Hashanah, may go and blow it for someone who has not yet heard and became that mitzvah. The principle of Arvis of Kal Yisrael dictates that as long as there is a fellow Yid somewhere in the world who has not yet fulfilled his mitzvah, his obligation, his gift to perform the mitzvah, then every other Yid, even someone who has already who was already Mekayim, that mitzvah, is still considered to be in a state of arvis, of obligation, for that mitzvah. He himself, because there's some yid in China who needs to yet still be Mekayim, that mitzvah, I myself still have a chiv of arvis in this mitzvah, even though I already Mekayim it myself. Mashkiach explains weiter, this principle of arvis also decrees that every yid is held responsible for an avera for the wrongdoing of any other yid, as long as it was in his power to dissuade the transgressor to tell the person who was being over the avera to stop and be able to stop him. That yid who could have stopped it has an arvis in regard to that avera. Therefore, Zogdamashkiach, it is of the utmost importance for every yid to try to prevent other Yidin from doing Averis. Now, if the Torah commands us to help out a fellow Yid from stumbling in a physical sense, like the Pasuk says, how much more must we prevent him from making the stumbling spiritually, in the Ruchnia sense, where the effect can be so much more serious? So, the section of Paraduma teaches us a further application in this principle of arvis of being obligated and responsible one year for another, call Mashkiach, the Kaihanim are obligated the Kaihanim are obligated to prepare the Paradoma so that people may become Tahar, purified, and be permitted to enter the Basin dish and eat Kachim. However, the Kaihanim themselves become deprived of these very same privileges while doing this process. Although there is a rule that your life is first, comes first, right? Your well-being is before that of another person. And this, Lamaiso, takes precedence over that of any other person. Here the Torah teaches us that the Kehanim cannot absolve themselves of their obligation on the grounds that they do not wish to become impure for the sake of others. Instead, they must assist their fellow Yid, their fellow Jew, to undergo purification, even though it comes at a cost to themselves. Mashkiach says and concludes as follows, This lesson 
is a very practical one in our daily lives. We must strive to deal with people who do not act according to the Torah and try to persuade them to change their ways, to be a good hashbot. A person that cannot exempt himself from this facet of Arvis, called Yisrael or Ibn Zelazer, with the argument that contact with people doing Oliveria various may have a detrimental effect on his own ruchnius, on his own spiritual purity. Instead, Zakta Mashkiach, he's obligated to take this minor, minor risk, the Mashkiach calls it, in order to provide his fellow Yid, his fellow Jew, the opportunity to make a major improvement in his ruchnius status. Okay, may the Mashkiach, may his Neshama Amalia and Shemayim, Zaygazun, to have a good Shabbos, call to